while our 20s should be the time of our lives full of exploration, growth and learning, we can also get caught up in certain beliefs that will actually hold us back from living our best lives. So in this video, I want to share four beliefs with you that I think we should all let go of in our 20s so we can actually live life to the fullest. The first belief is I have to have it all figured out by the time I turn 30. So to start off, I thought it's maybe funny to have a look at what successful people did back in their 20s. So for example, author JK Rowling, she was fired back then from her job and was actually daydreaming about writing Harry Potter. Or Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, he was actually flipping burgers at McDonald's. Even President Obama, he was serving as a community organizer and just when he turned 27, he went back to Harvard Law School. We can also see that successful founders are quite old when they actually found successful companies. Like a recent study has shown that the most successful founders are 42. And there are also really great examples. The founder of Zoom, he was 41. The founder of Home Depot was 50. And the founder of GoDaddy was 47 years old. Now, I do not think that we should just sit back and relax in our 20s and wait for all the things to happen. No. In fact, I think that our 20s are a super important decade of our life where it is very important that we take choices and commit ourselves to try on certain things in order for us to build a foundation if we want to be successful, whatever that means to us later on. There is also a wonderful book which is called The Defining Decade um, by Mac J. And she actually talks of our 20s as our adult development phase. So yes, in fact, our choices do matter and it's really important for us to explore and to try things on. But I think it's also really important to understand that we cannot change everything at once and we should not overwhelm ourselves with all the things that do need to change like right now in this very moment. I think this can also resolve in a feeling of not having enough of a certain thing, whether it is time, money or connection. And that's also what we call a scarcity mindset. And having a scarcity mindset can kind of make us feel stuck and not enable us to move forward. So what I have learned is that first, it's really important to meet yourself with acceptance and actually understand your current situation and really be self-compassionate about it. And then as a second step to actually start small and make small steps and not try to change everything all at once because that will usually resolve in unrealistic expectations and will not be able to move you forward. And that also leads us to believe number two, I'll be happy when. I'll be happy when I have a new job, when I have more money, when I make friends or find love. I struggled with this one a lot because I always thought that like true happiness and fulfillment would be something that would arrive in the future once I achieved a certain particular thing. But now I actually think that there will always be a gap between where you are and where you want to be because life is always a journey full of growth and learning, right? So all we actually have is the present moment and we can never really enjoy that if we always tie something in the future to our state of happiness. I think it is much more about what can you do right now 
to actually feel happy in the present moment. And in another episode, Chris Ashenden, the founder of Athletic Greens, actually shared three steps with me that he thinks how happiness is kind of shaped. And he said, first, you gotta invest your time with purpose and meaning. Second, you gotta invest your time in your key relationship. And third, you gotta invest your time in your health. And I like this as a potential guide for me to figure out what these three categories mean to me because investing your time in health, for example, can look very different from one person to another person. But for me to kind of understand, okay, what does it mean to me and what can I do today in my present tense to actually feel happy about those three categories? Belief number three, my life is not as cool as everyone else's. I'll be happy when is also something that can resolve out of us comparing the lives that we have with the lives of other people. And maybe you are familiar with what is called upward comparison. So basically upward comparison means that you compare yourself to someone that you think is better than you. And you probably already guessed it, but on social media especially, we face a lot more upward comparison than in real life. Because we obviously just see the beautiful and the winning moments of other people. This is why I think it's very important to understand there's your journey and then there's everyone else's journey. And everyone, of course, has their own journey. Another thing I think is really important to remember is that there are things in life that we can control and there are other things in life which we just cannot control. Like some things are circumstantial and some things are there in your life that you just cannot control. And that may also be a reason for you why some things are just harder for you than other people. But there are also a bunch of things that you can control. And this is something like, taking action, exploring things, making choices. And once you actually, I think, experience your own power of choice, why should you then care what everyone else is doing? Because you are already like making your own choices, living your own life. So you can take inspiration from the others. You should clap for them, right? And like be happy for what is happening in their lives, but you should really focus on who it is that you want to be. And if we're also completely honest with ourselves, sometimes we see lives from other people that we think, oh yeah, it's so nice. But if we're really true to ourselves, we wouldn't even want to live 100% of their life. Believe number four, they might think I'm weird. At least for me, there were definitely a lot of times where I thought about what is this person thinking of me right now? And the first shocking truth that I actually found is that nobody is thinking that much about you because we mostly think about ourselves. So most of the time when we feel judged, it's actually because we're judging ourselves and we are believing our own thoughts. For example, that presentation we didn't do good at work or that feeling of being too intense, it's oftentimes something that we actually believe about ourselves. And that's why it becomes clear that we actually need to be a bit more maybe aware of 
what we think about ourselves and reframe those limiting or negative beliefs about ourselves. And then we might think also a bit less that actually other people are judging us. And what's also interesting is that most people are actually judging you out of their own insecurities. And then it also becomes clear that it may be something a bit more about them versus it being about you. And lastly, something I also like to remind myself of is that the people that really show up for you, that truly care about you and what you're doing, will always support you. They will maybe give you their opinion or feedback, which is super great, but they will not judge you in a way where it has a negative intention because they always want to see you win and succeed and really do the things that you want to do and support you along the way. So that's it for this video. I really hope that you have enjoyed it and found some things a bit helpful. I still have so many more beliefs in my head that I think we should let go of but didn't want to make this too long so thank you for watching if you did enjoy it I'd be super super grateful if you'd subscribe to my channel and otherwise I hope to see you very soon in one of my next videos